Hi my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Needle Knitting everyone. Um, I'm Jeannie and Jane is here I'm as Jane. well. Yep. <clears throat> and Lucy is our host tonight. Thank you Lucy and one of our knitters so <laughs> my right. question is do we have any brand new beginners people who have never knitted before no okay so how many recent beginner knitters do we have i think i heard kyla or kayla is it so kayla or kyla I always get mixed up on that it's kayla jaws lies okay <laughs> <laughs> So we have Kayla. Any other new knitters? Donna. 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 I couldn't remember if you were new or not, Donna. Yeah, in fact, I'm getting ready. Remember I, last time I was going to cast off and ask y'all yes. about that? Well, oh, I didn't get right. to do it yeah. because I forgot one thing and I just wanted to hear it again. Okay. okay. It's in my hands. All right. Yay. Anybody else who's a relatively new knitter? I'm not sure what constitutes new. <laughs> I've been knitting for a while. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> but I haven't made anything yet. I know how to do a lot of stitch, or well, several stitches. I know how to cast on. I know how to yarn over. But I have yet to finish a product. And you know how to purl then? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Well, you're not as Good. new as the others, but, but yeah. yeah, that's great. So you're going to, you're okay. one little smidgen ahead of them. We're going to have to, now, what is your name? It's Tamara. Tamara, okay. Okay, so yeah, I gotta finish something. That's what I gotta do. Yeah. Go. Okay. <laughs> I think she should start with the potato chip dish cloth. I think so. Um, no. Okay. It's, it's uh, no. no. Okay. No. No. Because no. it has turning rows, guys. No. Oh, yeah. that's one right. Yeah, that knitter on turning rows. No. Well, I, I started with a scarf, and you know why I did that? Because I knew I was gonna have to do the stitch, the stitch that you taught us for a long time. And it would be ingrained oh, yeah. in my head forever. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Well, I started dishcloths and I started scarves. I just haven't finished anything. And that might not have anything to do with knitting. That probably has something to do with me. Okay. <laughs> I was going to laughingly say, should we have an intervention here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've got so yeah. much yarn that I could drown in it. Okay. Well, then That's you need to get busy and make something. I and need some blue something. yarn you can sit in my way. <laughs> well yeah. we can talk about that tomorrow when you call me we can figure out a pattern for you and okay uh, and and we'll get you started with something yeah. all right sounds good that's cool and i'm curious of the people we have we'll just take a little poll here that are new knitters donna do you hold your thread or your yarn with your left hand or your right hand my right hand okay and how about you, Tamara? You know what? I, I learned to hold it with my left hand, but I can also do it with my right hand. I read wow. directions a lot, so I can do it either way. Okay. Well, I can only do it with my left hand. And, and I do it with my right with hand. Her right hand. And Kayla, you do it with your left hand, right? Yeah, I hold it the same way I do for crochet. Okay. So, okay. so, um, I guess first what we need to do is we need to help Donna bind off. Yeah, why don't off. we help Donna with her bind off? Right, that's what I was going to say. We need to yeah. help Donna bind off her scarf. 
And is there anybody else that needs to do the bind off or have, have you already done yours? I already did mine. Okay. Okay, cool. And have and Tamara hasn't finished yet. So there you go. I'm finishing thing. Okay. All right. So so all I really need to hear uh -huh. is for you just to speak it through and I think it'll jog my memory to what I know I'm forgetting. Okay. Because I remember much, a lot of it, but there's okay. one part that my brain is okay. I can Are do you that at the beginning? Like. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you do it. Okay. No problem. Um you've got all of your stitches on one needle, right? Yep. And your other needle is empty. So right. your, your empty needle, um, you, you knit one stitch, or you knit, knit two stitches. So then until you have two stitches on your needle that was empty, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Then um, you take with your fingers the bottom of those two loops on your right hand needle and lift it up over the top one reach up with your with your i i reach up with my thumb of, of my left hand and i hook that the loop that you're not lifting up with my uh thumbnail and hold it so that it doesn't lift off with the one that you're lifting off mm -hmm. because you want that top one to stay where it is so right. you lift the bottom one over the top one and push it off the back. Okay. Now you've got one and, stitch on your right-hand needle. And are you doing loom knitting, Donna? Yes, that's why that sounds it's familiar. It's just like yeah. it's, it's like akin yeah. to lifting the one on the bottom up over the peg. Okay. Right. Top one on. So then do the same thing. Okay. Do, knit another stitch. Uh-huh. And then you'll have two on your right-hand needle. And then you lift the top, the bottom one over the top one and keep on going like that until you, your last two stitches are on your right hand needle. Okay. And then we'll tell you. Yeah. The next thing. It's okay. You could tell me more because okay. so far I'm good. I remember, I remember okay. that part. Good. There's one thing I thought I was supposed to do first, but I'm wrong. So okay. this is good. You're good. Well, then you've got your last two stitches okay. on your right hand needle. Lift the bottom one over the top one. Okay. And then you've got one on your needle. Right. So cut your yarn a couple of inches, two or three inches away from your work. Cut it off the ball. Okay. And then take that loop that's on your needle. Lift it off, but hang on to it. Do not drop it. <laughs> because if you do, your whole work is going to come unraveled. So take that end of that yarn that you just cut and stick it through that loop and okay. pull it tight and it'll be a knot oh. and you're done. All righty. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I did, uh, I had forgotten that part. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I remembered I had to do something similar, but it, it yeah. my mind was twisting it around. Okay. Great. I that's, usually that's... cut off about six inches of yarn and that way there's plenty so that I can weave in my end and still be able to cut it off without any worry. Okay. Another and, and reason the... you want to do six inches, <clears throat> at least if you decide you're going to make a garment and you're going to sew that garment together. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> that's always a good way. You want to start with yarn from your project if you can that's true rather oh, yeah. than having to join yarn 
Okay. And the and the tail at the other end, <coughs> I do it the same thing, weave the end in to my work, right? Uh -huh. Yes. Uh -huh. Okay, so I was making it worse than it was. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> See? Thank you. Okay. Right. Uh, I assume everybody's feeling okay with knit, and you want to go on to Pearl, or would you rather yeah. knit for another couple of weeks and you know make some more projects and cast on a few more cast off a few more things what's the pleasure of the group i would like to learn how to pearl okay i thought so and i guess i'll have to tell her because she's a lefty like me okay well there again just like with the knitting um Jeannie and i do it differently yeah so we can each describe the way that we do it and the people that knit like I do can pearl like I do. And the people that knit like Jeannie does can pearl like Jeannie does. Yeah. Well, you know so. what I think is interesting? I'm left-handed, but I don't, I don't knit the way on the, with the hand Kayla does. But you know why I chose the way I did? Because I like, I feel comfortable because my hand likes to grip, you know, it, it has more energy. My dominant hand has the more energy, you know, it can hold more. And and for me that felt more comfortable when I was having to make sure I was holding the the um, needle in my left hand and my my left eye is the stronger one. Everything's stronger on the left side for me, huh. and I, it just felt better. I tried it the other way, and to me it felt backwards. Huh. Well, like we've said before, you can get ten knitters together in the room, and you got ten different ways of knitting, yeah. curling, or whatever you're doing. But that's so, not that's the only hurt? reason I chose my left hand uh, to hold, you know, to 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 do it, you know, and, and do the yarn on the other hand is because to me I wanted for some reason I wanted to make sure I had a good grip on that. I don't know why. <laughs> so mm -hmm. so when you're knitting, Donna, you're wrapping the thread around with your right hand. Yes. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So yep, you're you're Jane's girl. Okay. Kayla's my girl, and and Tamara. You said you could do either, but you normally do left. Is that correct? Um, here lately, I've been doing, I've been using my, I've been holding the needle in my right hand and using my left hand to do the work. Yeah. And you already know how to purl, so we don't have to teach you how to purl. Right? Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we only have two today that need to learn how to purl. So we're, are you okay. working on your bind off right now, Donna? Uh, getting ready to. I'm finishing my okay. last row. Okay. Okay. But gonna I'm gonna Donna listen. Do. I'm gonna listen. Y'all do the pearl. I'm gonna listen real hard because that way, when I listen to it when it's taped, I I can um, go back and follow it. I right. Because I'm. I heard that it's the opposite of. We've got we've got a lot of background noise here. I'm going to need five, for you to mute, seven, please. Seven, How can you tell these? Nine, three, They're at the top, five, I think, aren't they? Oh, really? I think yep. It's the one making the most noise. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, why don't we oh, Did each... everybody get muted? No. 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 Is, it, is it true the pearl is the opposite of the... Yes, uh, it is. First stitch you taught us. Hello. Yeah. I'm worried about it confusing me, but yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 okay. Um, 
because your fingers will remember. And once can y'all hear me now? I'm holding down the space bar, but when I'm not doing yes. that, I'm muted. Yeah, we can hear you. Yes. Oh, yeah, we can hear you. Vicki Hathaway's hmm. here this week. Hi, Vicki. Hi. I haven't been, we went back to work, so I haven't been hmm. able to get on all the time. Is Jeannie unmuted because she was having trouble getting in unless she held down her space bar? Um, yeah, she's unmuted. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, um, oh, there we go. There we go. Okay, good. Uh, why don't we each describe our way of purling and, and then, you know, whoever does, you know, they can just listen to the one that they want to listen to. Okay. So, uh, do you want to start, Jane, or do you want me to start? Okay. Just... Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, now, the way you knit depends, uh, it determines the way you're going to purl. Um, so, um, I do everything from the front with, with the empty needle in the front of the other needle. So to purl, I put my right-hand needle through the first loop on the left-hand needle, whether it's a, the cast-on, you know, um, loop or, or any, any loop. Um, then with the right-hand needle in front of the left-hand needle, uh, through going through that loop, so the bottom of the needle is down to the right and the, the top point of the left of the right hand needle is pointing up toward the left then you take your working yarn with your right hand and wrap it around that right hand needle from back all the way back around to the front so it's it's coming uh off the, the right hand end uh, side of the pair of needles uh again and then you back your right hand needle up and put it down through the loop which is extending between the two needles and and uh, bring the yarn is that right bring the yarn to the front again and then down through the um, through that loop again and push the the needle off uh, the loop the stitch off that's not right people that's not right. Wait a minute. I goofed. That's not right. My fingers might remember how to do it. I was going to say, you're doing it a little backward than the way I would do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hmm. Like this. Like this. There we go. Okay. That's right. Okay. Um, so, um, you, that was right. See, I do it backwards. Um, you wrap your, your yarn around the, the, the first time you have to wrap it around because it's, um, from when you start, you wrap your yarn around the right hand needle and then the needle, the right hand needle goes down through the loop and you wrap your yarn again and then you go up through the um through the loop that's that's between the two needles but for knitting you do it backwards 
Does that make sense? I'm feeling like it doesn't make sense. No. Mm -mm. What? I'm saying it don't make sense. Do you wrap counterclockwise or clockwise? What do you mean? I mean, when you're telling us to wrap our needle, you can either wrap counter or clockwise. Counterclockwise. I do counterclockwise. So, you, you bring your yarn uh, counter, uh, counterclockwise around your right-hand needle, so it's in the front, and then you take your right-hand needle and put it down through the top stitch on the left-hand needle. So the, the point is pointing down to the left. And then you wrap your yarn again around your right-hand needle, and then you push your needle down and go up through that that uh, piece of yarn that's in between the two needles. Because when you knit, you go up at first. When you're knitting, you start by going from bottom right to top left with your needle so that it's going up through the stitch and then you wrap your yarn and then you go down um, for your fourth step. You go down through the through that piece of yarn that's in between the two. But with purling, you start with going down through it and then you end up with going up through it. It's backwards. Knitting, uh, purling is backwards from knitting. Yes, I hope so. Yeah, that last time you explained it made a lot more sense. Oh, good. Okay. It's completely, it's just backwards. Yeah. Okay. That totally made okay. sense. As soon as you're like, you go from left bottom up and then, and then down that made it click in my brain. Yes. Okay. So with knitting, you start um, step one. I, I always think of it as four steps with knitting. Step one, you go down from bottom right to top left and wrap your yarn around and then back down through the, through the, um, through the two pieces of yarn that are in between the two needles and push it off. But with purling, you go from top right to bottom left first and then wrap your yarn around and then back up through the, through the, um, the two pieces of yarn. And then when you're purling, your yarn stays in front of your right-hand needle. So you don't have to wrap it again uh, before you start. So your yarn is coming off of your right-hand needle in front of your right-hand needle. Whereas in knitting, it comes off the side of it, sort of. And that's how you can sort of tell whether you're knitting or purling. And now I'm going to have to untink all of these stitches that I've done um, <laughs> while I was practicing. I've got to tink them off because not supposed to be purling with a with a potato chip scarf. Uh, so that makes sense to Kyla. Good. Um, you can even practice. You know, you can do a, a row of knit and a row of purl. So and with the knit, we go up and we wrap clockwise and when we purl uh, we go down and we I wrap counterclockwise wrap, I wrap okay. counterclockwise uh on both stitches 
Yep. Yep. Okay. Both stitches. Mm -hmm. Okay. Counterclockwise. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. And if you if you do say a scarf and you knit a row and purl a row, that's stockinette stitch. And it'll be all the bumps on one side. It's beautiful. But what you may want to think about doing is your purl rows knit like five five or six stitches on the end and knit the five or six stitches on the other end because it'll curl up if you don't. So your knit row, say you have 25 stitches on your needle, knit 25 and then turn your work and then knit five and purl 15 and knit five. And then you'll have a nice border and in the middle will be stockinette stitch. And then the next row you knit 25. So you have a really pretty stockinette scarf. Sense good, <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, Jean, you want... like four stitches already, so cool! Yay, thank you. Yikes, well, I've good. seen so many patterns that are like pearl. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, the whole world is gonna be open excited. to you now. You can make all sorts of patterns now. Yeah, I am super excited. That is so cool, and if you knit two, purl two, knit two, purl two, you've got rib stitch. And if you, if you knit, purl, knit, purl, knit, purl, knit, and then just do that with an, with an odd number of stitches, you make beautiful seed stitch. So, so when you do that and then you turn, would you, so will all the stitches that are knit stay knit all the way on every route and every Pearl be pearl on every row, or do you correct? Is that the way it's done? You you can. I'm not quite sure what you mean, but um, so if when I you end with a knit stitch, when I turn mm -hmm. to go to the next needle, do I start with a knit stitch to do the um, the one you just said where you knit pearl knit pearl? Oh, seed stitch. The seed oh, stitch. Oh, seed stitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's easy when you have an odd number of stitches because then. If you knit, purl, knit, purl, knit, then you knit, purl, knit, purl, knit. You're knitting your knits and okay. purling your pearls. And that's, that's what you what do I with the stitch. Cool. But with, with the loom knitting, it's backwards. So it's not the same. But okay. yeah, it's easier to have an odd number of stitches. But if you're going to knit, purl, knit, purl, knit, purl, uh, you know, for, for rib stitch, it's easier to have an even number of stitches. Because I don't like to start a row with a purl. I don't know. My fingers don't work that way. So if I can start the row with a knit, I'm fine. So, yeah. Oh, I dropped a stitch. Come uh -oh. back here. Come, come back. Seed so. stitch is really cool too. I, I love, love it. seed stitch. Me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It looks so pretty. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. Well, that's me. Um, Jeannie, you want to talk about your way of well, I, I don't know. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. Okay. I don't know that I'm okay. Kayla, you have it now. You're, you're purling now, right? Yeah, but you can still tell your way for okay. uh, those who are listening to the podcast might want to know it too. Well, that, that's true. Okay. So first of all, when I'm knitting, 
my thread is kind of behind the two needles, okay? But for purling, you have to put the thread in front so that it's in between the two needles, okay? So it's in front instead of in back of your, of your right-hand needle, the way that I hold my needles. And then with my right-hand needle, I go into the stitch the opposite way. When I go in for knitting, it's pointing, you know, the point ends up going away from me. But when I go in for purling, the point of the needle has to come toward me. And then I wrap the thread around what I would call clockwise, the same way I do it for knitting. And then the next step is to go to the back. So it's the opposite of the knitting, where the knitting, once you wrap the thread around, you come around to the front and then lift it off. Did, did that make sense, Kayla? Because you're the one that mainly knits the way I do, so. Yeah. So, okay. So, so that's, but it sounds like, um, except for the fact that um, Jane holds her, her thread in the right hand and she thinks more in terms of her needles up and down. I, I kind of think of them as, you know, the front and the back, but, yeah. but anyway, um, but that's purling and seed stitches one of my favorite stitches. I, I think I was muted when y'all were talking about it, but I love seed stitch. And um, when, once you get comfortable with purling, uh, you may have heard some of us talk about designs by Emily and she has all these different designs and basically all her dishcloths are a seed stitch border. And then in the middle, uh, it's just knit and purl stitches. And depending on what the pattern says, that makes your design. What I did find interesting, of course, those of us who've always been blind, many of us do not do well figuring out a three-dimensional item on a two-dimensional thing, like identifying pictures on, on pages, knowing exactly what they are, unless it's just a geometric shape or something. And, and so I have that same issue. Um, I've knitted um, some baseball gloves and baseballs and a dragonfly and a butterfly. And I think that's all. Oh, a, I get, yeah, I think that's all I've done so far. But I can't tell what they are. But what's really interesting, of course, I was just using a, a variegated yarn, cotton yarn. But my husband, who is visually impaired, but has some vision, I'd say, honey, which side is the correct side? I don't know. It's got stuff on both sides. So he wasn't really able to tell. But then um, a lady in my knitting group, who's my mentor, she was able to tell. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting. So I like the designs by Emily, but, you know, except for someone saying, okay, this is a baseball or this is a Halloween cat or whatever it is, you might not know that's what it is. But Well, I did the um, guide dog dishcloth and I was able to tell that it was a guide dog. Really? Wow. Have a harness. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. nice. Have you always been blind? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Forever. I wasn't sure. I know oh, what yeah. my next project's going to be. What's your next so, project yeah. going to be? <laughs> um, uh, 
a friend sent me a, out a uh, a frog dishcloth, and oh, frogs cute. is like my totem animal. So I got that yesterday. I'm like, oh, they better teach me tomorrow. Okay. else I can make this. And Designs by Emily does have a tree frog. I don't know if it's the, the same one or not, but she does have a yeah, tree frog. Yeah, it was a different artist that, a different one that had um, a whole bunch of, of washcloths and squares as well. Because mm -hmm. um, they, all, they all say washcloth or like um, Afghan squares. So you can make a bunch of um, different animals or shapes or whatever and then put them in yeah. one, which would be really cute. Y'all are y'all are making me happy just talking because I'm 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 anxious right now because I'm taking this thing off now. Oh, <laughs> great! <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I'm I'm glad we're making you happy. I think most of us are pretty good at talking. <laughs> well, yeah, as long as I, you know, know you're there, mm -hmm. then I'm not going to be scared. We're here. No, we're we are here, here, and if you run We've into any where you are, where everybody's in different levels of knitting and and uh, you know. If I can knit a glove and have the fingers pointing in different directions, you know, that just does not look like a hand to me. Uh -huh. One of the fingers is pointing up toward the sky. That's not right. Uh, right, right now I'm using my fingers to take off the stitches. That's, That's what, what I, I do. do. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was like, when you said to use the needle, I'm like, use which needle? No. They're both going to no. have stuff on them. One thing you have to be careful about if you do a lot of pinching motions, you know, picking off uh, stitches and stuff, your fingers are going to get really, the, the joint. Uh, I know. It happens. Yeah, yeah. It happens so to me in my other knitting. Once in a while, stop and flip your fingers around and stretch your hands out and wiggle your hands and, and do little finger exercises so that your hands will loosen up because okay. it can really get... Uh, it's hard on knitting is hard on your hands sometimes. Yes. So just stop every once in a while and move your fingers, you know. So I did have a question for you guys. Okay. I have no idea what size my needing my needles are. Uh huh. Where does it say it on them? Where what? I think it says on the on the bottom, doesn't it? Okay. Yeah. Are they uh, straight or circular? They're straight. They're wooden. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah it on the stay on the little end cap, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. Unless it's wood, it won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah what are. I've done, I, I get those little zippered pencil cases from Amazon, and they've got three ring binders, and I fastened all of them together with those binder rings, and each one has an index card taped to the front of it, that says that this is a size 10 straight needle. Um, even, it might even say what it's made of or who it's by, uh, or this is a size seven circular, 24 inch circular needle, uh, you know, so that I can know what the, the trick is. If you've got your needles all busy with projects, when you're finished with a project, you got to remember what size it was so you can put it back in the right place. And yeah, I only have the one set. Yeah. So. <laughs> and again, with Jane talking about that, we all have so many different ways that we do things. I am a lover of circular needles, and now I think I have at least five sets of circular needles, and I have what are called interchangeable sets. So they have all, you know, everything from like 
at least four to 11 and one or two of my sets may have two and three and 13. And I've got one set I think that goes up through 19. But um, what I do is generally they will come in cases and I keep them in their cases. But then with each case, I have what is called a needle gauge. And I, my favorite ones are the Susan Bates. They're some sort of metallic. I don't know if they're metal or aluminum or what, but, but they're metallic. And um, on the row that has the smaller holes, um, if it has two rows, the one that has the smaller holes, the first um, hole, the, big, the biggest hole is nothing but then the next hole is 15 and once you get used to it you'll learn that it'll go 15 13 11 10 and a half 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 so i can just count and then if i'm not sure what size the needle is i can always put it in that gauge and i've had a couple of other gauges but that one seems to be the most accurate so I use the Susan Bates um, needle gauges and try to keep one with each set of my interchangeables. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Well, I thought about doing that. Yeah. <laughs> that or get a sighted person to look at them. Oh, that's what I'm sure yeah, yeah, I was going to ask my kids. That's when I'm like, where do I even have them look? Yeah, yeah on the end. Now, what about right. circulars? Do circular needles have writing as to what brand they are and what what um you know what size i think circular needles um the number would be like where the needle joins the oh, okay. cable i think yeah and i'm okay. not sure because my husband can't always see them i've asked yeah him well, i don't think um bag of <clears throat> needles from a friend whose wife uh, can no longer knit. She's in a nursing home, and he's been giving me all of her needles and her yarn, and and everything's all just sort of a mishmash. Yeah. And I don't even know what's in there. There's all sorts of needles. And that's I don't, why I'm not sure circular needles are so Yeah, good. I know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, circulars. They circulars are, don't have a number. Yes, they do. Circulars, yeah, they, they do. They do. They, they do actually. Yeah. And where? where the number is generally is if you have the interchangeable ones, it's generally sort of near where the needle hooks onto right. the thing. Um, but they can be anywhere on that needle. Uh, well, most of mine. Hold on, Jane. I'm getting to that, <laughs> I promise. Most of mine, we have found the numbers. Um, it's sort of in the middle. In fact, on these, I can feel it. It's about, you know where the shank of the needle is? Not the wire, but the actual part of the needle that you knit with. It's right. usually sort of in the middle of that piece. Um, I have a couple very of sets. Small. And on all of my sets, I just looked at a couple while you guys were saying that. Um, I have non-interchangeables, and that's where it appears to be on all of them. Hmm. I have a friend who is a consummate knitter, and she went through my needles. We, she, met, she accidentally mixed up a few. <laughs> and she could not find the numbers to get them right. 
so that we could put them back where they could they have very they're very very small they're they're like seriously almost invisible you're I'm better off speak. using a needle gauge yeah and the susan bates needle gauges i can't say enough good stuff about them i love them and you can just grab that off of amazon yep that's where i get mine well my wish list is just getting longer and longer <laughs> <laughs> i noticed the interchangeable needles are more expensive they are, but oh, to me, they are so worth it. You know, oh, I agree. Love them. I, I've, I, I've used them to learn, you know, a long time ago. I loved them. You know, it so depends. Like, I like them because, for example, I started a project this week where I needed two different needle sizes, but I didn't want to have to worry about the length of the cord. So when I was done with my casting on, I took the one set off, and put the set I was going to be needing the project with. Why would you need two different SAS needles in a project? Because, Donna, I, I like, and I do this even though I don't need to anymore, I always cast on with one or two sizes larger than I knit. Um, oh. Because it is very easy if you're having a stress day to pull your cast on too tight, too tight. Yep. and then what you'll yep. have when you finish your project and you go to line your top and your bottom together you'll have a dipsy doodle in the top yeah yep. which at that point you cannot fix right right i just ordered the susan bates um stitch gauge from amazon and the shipping was more than the actual gauge but yeah. that's okay yeah i did it so i got one this is Vicki. I've used the interchangeable needles before. Uh -huh. It depends on what kind you get. Mine screwed on and they kept coming undone even if I used the tool to tighten them. Really? Yeah, I'm scared of that. See, and I've I, never, if I remember to use the little key thing, I've never had mine come unscrewed. Uh, I used the little key thing and it still didn't stay. Did it? Yeah, oh. some brands do and some brands don't. Yeah. Vicki yeah. is correct about that. I'm I was getting a needle and sliding the yarn around and it would catch in between because it kept coming unscrewed. Yeah, that would be a pain. Wow. It yeah. was a real pain in the butt, to put yeah. it blunt. They have some snap-on ones. Um, I was just trying to think of the name. And I know it as well as I do my own name, too. <laughs> anyway, um, they have some snap-on ones that might work OK, um, but it's hard to tell. And I don't know, I can't remember the brand of needle gauge I have, but it's small and it doesn't bend. You can't bend it like the metal Susan's Bates one. Is it wooden, Vicky, or is it plastic? No, it's plastic. It's a hard plastic. Uh -huh. has a two-inch gauge <clears throat> knob, a little nub thing at one inch that you can measure with. The Susan Bates, I believe, has a they're either two inches or four inches in a nail shape, if I remember right. Yeah. And, and I can't bend my Susan Bates. I've never tried, but they've, they've never I wouldn't try. <laughs> Well, I'll <laughs> be I've... interested to see what you say about your new ones, because the older needle gauges were much more sturdy than yeah. the ones that are coming out now. Funny oh. how they change things. Stitch markers were that way. They had some stitch markers that opened up uh -huh. and they were and they opened up and kind of snapped shut yeah. the first ones they came out with were quite stiff as far as 
the they weren't squishy and the new ones are real squishy and they don't stick up very well so you have to be careful yeah what you, yeah. you know what ones you get and um but i always use a needle gauge with my straight ones and my round ones but i yeah i prefer to knit with circulars because you can do everything on circulars than you that you can oh. on straight ones plus you can knit in the round and yep. you don't have two different sets of needles if you take subways you'll learn to knit on circulars i've oh, lost oh more God. knitting needles on yeah. subways because they drop and roll <laughs> yeah and, that's what and, got me started on circulars yeah and in concerts they drop and roll too <laughs> yeah. and i lost a, a straight needle at weight watchers one day a few years ago and they never did find it but i'm sure that's where i lost it so. <laughs> so, I guess yeah. maybe somebody got really, really, really hungry. For those, yeah, I guess so. I'm yeah. going to do it one needle. Getting it off. For those all right. All right. Their wrist at all. Circular better because it distributes the aid, weight of the work better. Oh. On the cable. You don't have it all in one wrist at the same right. time. That's true. Right. That makes sense. I like to do circular stuff. Um, I love they don't wrap around my wrists as much as the Audi did. And one of the ones I got today, I was, I was knitting a little bit of a scrap so that I can get Dixie to help me with my yarn overs. And, and I don't know what these are, but they wrap around my wrists. So terrible. <laughs> I, they're, they're, they're worse than Audi. I don't know what they are. Lifeline, they recommend you use a piece of yarn or a piece of string or something, but you know, I, I've been doing some beading and I think it will be easier to use a piece of wire from your beading because yeah, when right. you, when you use yarn and you go to put your stitches back on your needle, if you have to frog back to that lifeline, when you, when you pick up those stitches, you, it's easy to pick up a little piece of that yarn the lifeline yarn thank you very much it was very enjoyable well good thank you it's for always that. fun thank yeah. you yeah. it is fun thank it you. is lots of fun yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody in two weeks and we'll all get our lifeline yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> good night thank you We hope you enjoyed this episode of ACB Crafters. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review. We can be found on Facebook at ACB Crafters. If you would like to subscribe to our listserv, please send an email to acb-crafters-subscribe at acblist.org. If you have any topics you would like for us to cover or suggestions, please send us an email at acbcrafters at gmail.com.